Hello there, Rabbi. How are you doing this morning? Um, you know, I things are pretty good, but I always have these little fears creeping around in my head, and I don't know what to do with it, Joe. Well, you know, one of my favorite sayings is, be afraid, be very afraid. It will save you in the end. But fear is something that we're all dealing with every day. It's, as you've pointed out to me many times in the past, it's been around forever. And fear is a tool that always comes along. I always have uh, something in the mail or knocking on my door saying, gee, your house looks like it's about to cave in. You need new roof. Or uh, have you checked your retirement fund? Yes. Otherwise, you're going to be eating cat food for the next 40 years. Fear is something that we're always getting confronted with for either good reasons or bad reasons. How do we discern between the two? You know, that what comes to mind is sales, because you just brought that up. I was looking on Facebook, and it was I got bored because every fourth panel was a selling something was a product. I liked Facebook because people took trips, people showed their animals. It was like a bulletin board for friends and neighbors, and I enjoyed it. Now I'm not enjoying it anymore because the number of ads over and over, and a lot of them involve fear. So I, I think we're onto something, Joe, and I want to link it to the people's goals. What's the goal of sales? To sell something, to sell a product. Okay, that's perfectly reasonable. Do I need the product? What does the product do? Will it make enhance my life? More often than not nowadays, it's all negative based on fear, not on the value of the product. Ads about our health, ads about vitamins, ads about automobiles. And the list just keeps continuing. We even see it now creeping into politics. Now that we're getting into uh, election season is getting into high gear, we find our politicians are using fear to enlist our support. Rather than talking about what they would do, positive campaign ideas, they are instilling fear. They, them, are doing this and that but I won't let that happen. I'm going to stop them or this. And we find it with anti-Semitism. We find it with anti-Black, anti-immigration. And the consequences are really very serious, Joe, because we're being sold a bill of goods that changes our day-to-day -day behavior and how we treat each other and how we treat our neighbor. How can we change it back? I, I think what's happened, Joe, is advertising and promoting, selling, as we mentioned, has discovered that fear and hate works better than anything else. I want to get more likes on TikTok. I want to get more people to watch our YouTube channel. And so if you talk about nice or something positive, you don't get the goal. So we have to stop for a minute and say, when did our goal change to become popular to people like us? Uh, obviously, companies want to sell their product. 
And so it's up to us as consumers to say, wait a minute, I'm not going to fall for the hate line. And that's very tough to do because we're hardwired to be scared. We now need to stop and stop supporting and, and buying into it. And that's really, you're right, Joe, it's really hard to do. I think we have to look for places of comfort, places that promote. I'm not talking about uh, singing Kumbaya and eating s'mores. That's just silly. However, what we can do is say, gee, the church I belong to, what are they teaching? When I go to services, what is in the sermon? When I go to a social event with my bowling team, with my baseball team, what's the conversation? And then we have to stop and say to ourselves, you know, this isn't a good environment for me, or this is a great environment for me. So it falls back to each of us as individuals to find our safe zone, to find a place that we're comfortable to be in. And it's up to each of us because no one is going to come along and pluck us out. We have to stop and look at our own lives and say, you know, this is toxic. And we use the word toxic all the time, too extreme. We have to stop and say to ourselves, you know, this isn't really good for me because the group I'm with, the people I'm listening to, their whole basis is hating them or someone else or something's wrong or making me afraid. That's it. I no longer be want to be in groups or for, both for politicians whose goal is to make me afraid. There are things out there that are scary. There are people out there who hate. There are people out there who are conning us. There are products out there on the market that'll hurt me. Okay, that's a given. I don't have to wallow in it. I don't have to surround myself by those people. I need to find a safe group of people. And many of our churches and religious institutions are safe places. However, only we can make that decision whether to listen or to stay or to turn the channel or to, to, to just to stop the static that's pouring in on us. Well, I know one channel I'm not going to turn, Rabbi, and it is the Rabbi and I channel on YouTube, not just for my wisdom, but for yours, which is always reliable, sage, and good counsel in these troubled times. Thank you, as always. And I would ask our viewers and listeners to ask themselves, what is happening to me when I listen to all these things? What is it doing to how I relate to my friends, my neighbors, or people that I don't know?